Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 4, Episode 15, The Einstein Factor. Not to be confused with the pedactor factor, which was the guy in Ace Ventura that got pushed out the window when he found out that Sean Young's character was transsexual. Pedactor's a man. Uh, I did see someone that said, what was it, Finkel is Einhorn Uh or something? (laughs) And they were from Eagle Florida. Is Einhorn. And they had a oh. license plate and everything. <laughs> That's what the license plate said, and the right. license plate holder had something. That's a lot to write in a license plate holder. Let yeah, alone a license a, plate. It was like something with like laces out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think that's what it was. It was a, a whole Ace oh, Ventura. It says R. Finkel. Oh, stupid. As the license plate from Florida, and then it says like Finkel is a man or something. <laughs> it was very weird. <laughs> Because that's the famous realization that uh, yeah. Ace Ventura gets. Einhorn is Finkel. Right. Finkel is, is Einhorn. Einhorn is, is a, a man. man. Oh, God. Einhorn's a man. And he tries to plunge out his... Yeah. Uh, cum taste. Right. <laughs> in his mouth. Not that he just made out with the character, but that yeah. he sucked her he dick. probably did. And is now surprised that yeah. she's a man. I am surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Have we not come up with I that? I don't know. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Uh, I baked a souffle. Mm. <laughs> I will take the surfing turf. <laughs> My favorite Kryptonian is super. <laughs> Supreme man. <laughs> He's here to save the day. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh How's it going, Steve? It's good. It's a Friday afternoon. Banking one here right now. It's a hot one here in Southern California. Spiking up to 91 degrees Fahrenheit. Whatever the fuck that is in Celsius, I'm not sure. Probably 30-something. Or 40. Supreme <laughs> temperature. Yes. There was a movie or show I just saw where it was like, hey, dumb shit, it's, it's just times two. Or it was Super Troopers 2. Mm. They were making fun of the Canadian Mounties. Uh, giving, metric. giving each other shit. And they were like, hey... It's time. It's just times or divided by two. Add the something, whatever about that. Like mm. it was just like them battling Fair, each other yeah. with stuff. But it was like it was simple, but also way more complicated. And I think that was the joke anyway. Right, right, right. But uh, there, I, 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 it was the first <laughs> Super Troopers two taught me there. There's an actual formula for how to, to get. Yeah, not just well, yeah, like one some, is one. And I, I never realized that before. There's some unit it equals. There's always a unit. Right. <laughs> that is equals two. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. I don't want to knit. You knit. This sweater's got a hole in it. Yep. (laughs) Don't need a sweater today, huh? It's 91 degrees Fahrenheit. My sweater puppy. Something in Celsius. I don't know what Celsius is. We're miscarriage today. Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) Because it's so hot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're just wallowing through the the muddy heat. Oh. Oh, oh, my sweat stains. Oh, my gloppy oh, bits. Oh, pity, pity. My pits oh. are sweaty. Oh. I've got drops of wet. <laughs> Everywhere they can get. Um, speaking of pitted out, pit sweat. Now, 
you recently referencing that picture. Yeah, you. But this There's has a shadow. This this <laughs> this directly directly has to do with aliens in multiple films. So the actor Jeff Goldblum, yeah, was in one of the most famous alien movies ever, Independence Day. Yeah, uh, in the fly, he used his <laughs> yeah he used his free association. Mm-hmm. Uh, to figure out that they needed to upload a computer virus to the mothership. Yes. And only Randy Newman could upload that or blow it up or whatever. For, or no, yeah. the, the, the virus took the shields down, which let Randy Newman fly up and say, hey, boys, I'm back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, which my father quotes endlessly as if it's the greatest line hey. in film of all time. Except for he calls it a specific race when he says it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, something words, I'm back. <laughs> Hello, you know what's again, I'm back. <laughs> they should just uh, re- uh, put uh, Trump's face on his uh, yeah. face and meme that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scott did have an idea, which we weren't able to come for, to fruition. No, who's Scott? The West Coast Geek on no. Instagram. No, follow him. He's like, because we took a photo with. The Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Uh, but he said you should have him do an intro to your show. Record right. him. Oh, okay. Right well, so, okay. Hold Sorry. on. We're skipping ahead here. So, Steve went to Los Angeles. Uh, he took that horribly traffic-ridden drive, rush hour drive, which shouldn't have been County. fucking rush hour, but yeah. Um, yeah, like 25 miles up, but it was 25 hours. No, it was like an hour and 40 minutes or something. Yeah, I left at 6, right. 10. I got there at 7, 45. An hour and a half. So 30 miles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he went to, what's the restaurant called? Uh, the Rockwell Dinner Table is Some, what they call yeah, it, I yeah. think, or something. And it's got like a, a little Los stage Angeles. up there for performance, small performances and stuff yeah, like so that. Yeah, so it has like, like a clubby vibe. Yeah, so there's like a weird little bar thing, then another room where they like can, you know, coordinate off for shows, which they did for this. Yeah. Uh, and it's a piano. This was the, are, are we, can I say it, right? The Jeff Goldblum Jazz yeah, yeah. Uh, event whole... he does there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you were leading up to it. Oh. No. Uh, so it was at the Rockwell. You he, met does, him. he does it on Wednesdays. <laughs> He does it relatively frequently, especially if he's in town like he's doing it this coming Wednesday. And mm-hmm. I don't know for how long after yeah. that. I love coming Wednesdays. Yes. Yeah. I love Wednesday and jerking off to swimsuit succubuses <laughs> Wednesday. So I will be coming on her Wednesdays because it's appropriate of age. Mm. <laughs> uh, so cream. Cream. Uh, yeah. Swimsuit succubus found on Instagram. <laughs> Girlfriend, Bunny Ayumi. <laughs> Uh, is but she full anyways. lesbian, or is it just like a no? Show? They say they they're girlfriends okay. all the time. I don't know if they I think that's full shit. on her or not. Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, full on Chinese. <laughs> I'm never going to probably touch them in real right. life. Right. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah, no. So it's up uh, on Wednesdays. You buy the ticket the Wednesday before. Mm-hmm. So West Coast Geek out got out there, right. got the ticket real quick. Good seats. Yeah, uh, there were some like full on LA sluts there. Mm-hmm. Because there was these two creepy guys in this booth, and they're right behind us. And then there's like four chicks. I don't know if they're all with them or – because this was a thing where we had – Scott and I had two seats at a four-top table, so two other random people sat Mm -hmm. with us. Right, right. So I don't know if these other girls were there, but they're like all decked out, crazy dressed. And at one point, they're like, come on. Let me see your bank account. I don't even know if I believe that. And to the like, guys they were with? They were both, oh, yeah. God. So the guys were trying to sleaze up saying how much money they had. Yeah, like, yeah. it was full L.A. What yeah. you, you know, stereotypical yeah. kind of deal. There's some attractive I could, ladies I could here. buy my daughter two parties if I wanted to. Okay. For, 
Oh, I don't even. <laughs> know, I don't even believe that. Let me see your bank. I don't account. even know what a porny is. Oh wow, that's the exact amount for a beautiful daughter's porny that yes. she would. That every daughter wants to buy her daddy to buy. <laughs> oh, yes. getting out of the heat here. <laughs> it's cooling down a little bit because <laughs> it's the opposite. Side. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you so, met Jeff Goldblum, who's been in at least two that I can remember alien themed movies: yes. Independence Day and. Thor Ragnarok, his most he recent did bring portrayal. That up. Yes, he was a uh, what was he called in that movie? The Handler. Ragnarok. No, the collect, not the collector, but <laughs> that's Benicio del Toro. I think he's related to the collector. I think like in part the books of that or race something. or something. Either yeah, race yeah. or actual like brother or cousin or something like right, that. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's the scrounger planet. <laughs> the scrounger. Malfu. <laughs> that's where that comes from because it just sucks in all the trash and yep. then they sift it and yep. he's into the good uh, stuff. The Grand Master. There it is. Yes. yes. You will meet the Grand Master. <laughs> and you have met the Grand Master. I did. He was quite nice. Now, what was his. He was doing a jazz show, right? Like he has a jazz band that he performs yeah. with. He's going international with it. They're going to like Germany and well, all these other places to go whoa. play. Now, what was it pretty standard music or was there funny lyrics or what was no, the. No, so the bit was he would like do a trivia thing and interact with the audience, then play a jazz song. Right. Some of them were covers. Some of them might not have been because I don't know jazz well enough, but mm-hmm. there are definitely a few covers in there. And he'd be like, oh, I know this one, and just start like cranking on the piano. So he's actually playing the piano and right. stuff. He would say, oh, I know this one. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, and like make faces and whatever. Uh-huh. And then so they'd play a song. He'd do like an interactive bit with the audience, play a song back and right. forth. And it was about two and a half hours. So huh. now, it was a nice way to spend a Wednesday evening. Now, did he mention any of his iconic lines from any of his iconic movies? He had mentioned the movies, but he didn't like quote anything. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he definitely was cognizant of his status. <laughs> so he remembers yeah. what movies he starred in. Well, but I mean, that he's, he's not some asshole who's like, hey, guys, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, life will find a way, huh? <laughs> Welcome, Scatman John, to the stage. Yeah, and then he he looked at me and said, "Jurassic Park, Velociraptor, Jurassic Park. It's a T-Rex goat." Now everyone knows T-Rex eat the goats, but the cows are fed to the raptors. Yeah, there's more raptors than just one (laughs) T-Rex. Small little goat, big little cow, little big raptor. Why is Scatman John British? I thought you were Im- like imitating no, the, the ranger dude, the the British guy in Jurassic Park. <laughs> that goes, I think this was Gennaro. And now, what like the that. worst is in Jurassic injured Jurassic Park when your ass is injured, right? It's sick. and you're at the it's park sick too. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my injured ass at the park. <laughs> I wonder if there's. I wonder if there is a porn parody of Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, I'm sure of the law, not the Lost World, but the new one with Chris Pratt. Probably Whose name is the, like Chris Fat Dick. It, it's, pro- it's probably Chris Pratt, and yeah. then there's some Chris Splat. There yeah, you go. and yeah. some lovely ladies who are the Velociraptors. Right, right. He, they're they the train rap. Yeah, you should, he finds and out. He tells that, them what to do, yes, and then they exactly, like you yeah. know, chomp on his. Dick. Oh, soft mouth, soft mouth. Blue, blue. You come over here. You go over there. I need to be blue. Past tense. Yeah. <laughs> right now, you're yeah. blowing. <laughs> Make sure I'm blue. Make sure I'm blue. Da woo dee da woo die dee 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 da Oh, Chris Splat. <laughs> the best comedic oh, actor. Of <laughs> and then weird little Tim and Eric reference. Uh, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum has a connection group. to Tim and Eric too. Yeah. with the Jeff Goldblum man group. He's in yeah. a couple other things too, but yeah. he's in the. Uh, oh no, that was Portlandia. Sorry, where oh. he was in the uh, the knot store where it was like, oh, here's this knot, which right, is like right, stupid right. strings, artisan knots, knots. Or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I shook his hand. I said hello. He's like, yeah. "Oh, thank you." I was like, oh, "I love your show." Oh, blah, thank blah, blah, blah. you. Like, great, great. Uh, but no, it was funny, fun. Yeah. So just time. so your conversation was just basic pleasantries, taking the picture, like taking a picture. Yeah, because there was yeah. like. So halfway through the show, he'll take a break, but mm-hmm. his break is taking pictures with everyone, right, right. and he literally takes pictures with everyone. Which, that's a smart fucking move because yeah. you take a little self mat or self uh, inter- inter- intermission. Yeah, you go. You can take pictures and then take a piss or a shit. Then when the show's done, you're tired, you're sweaty, you're hot. Jeff Goldblum gets to fucking just walk out the back yeah. and go home, but and he, not seem like an asshole right, to everyone right. too. And he can continue to do that. But again, I the tickets were twenty five dollars. So oh, that's he crazy. is purely doing this for the thing. social media yeah, yeah. aspect because I posted it and got you know I have a hundred you know two, not a ton of followers right. and I have over a hundred likes on that photo. Right, right. And all these people going, where is this? How can I get to you know? Right, right. It just builds this buzz. And and earlier when Jeff Daddy, um, <laughs> when the West Coast Geek and I were right. uh, movie nerd. Uh, movienerd.com, yeah. <laughs> uh, were eating dinner. His agent and someone else were right behind us. So he yeah. came up behind us and was, like, talking to them before the show. And they're right. like, yeah, it's a great buzz. He's been doing this for a while. But he's like, yeah, there's a lot of offers coming in. They were just talking, yeah. like, movie stuff and, yeah, like, yeah. how this is really helping. Mm-hmm. Um, so Because yeah. I guarantee, because this was out in Hollywood, right? Like, Hollywood oh, yeah. proper. Hollywood, huh? Yeah. Off uh, Vermont in the 101. Oh. So, like, yeah, you're literally getting, like, young screenwriters and producers and whatever going in and being, like... And not that they well, don't know who getting... Jeff Goldblum is, but just, like, oh, wow, he's so open to doing, like, basic I mean, bitch yeah, shit if, like If this, you search that, you know. Jeff Goldblum jazz, it's a ton of websites doing articles on him right. mm-hmm. doing this, and then, again, yeah, everyone yeah. talking about it. And yeah. there's some guy from In Fashion or some fucking mag- fashion magazine, because he was there to watch, and then yeah, Jeff yeah. was like... It's like, oh, we're, we're, here he is. We're, I'm going to be hanging out with him later this week. We're right. going to do an article, blah, blah, blah. So. Great, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Just like in... Uh, uh, here he is. I kind of sound like Jeffrey Tambor Tam- from Arrested <laughs> Development. <laughs> kind of like... Uh, Michael, uh, Michael. Pineapple Express. Get me out of jail. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and her boyfriend, and that dude does a really good Jeff Goldblum impression. Do you remember that? No. In what Pineapple Express. Oh, stupid. Like, I've seen that the, once. Oh, really? At your house. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> yeah. But the... the What's it called? Uh, Seth Rogen's yeah, yeah. his girlfriend, who's a high school student. Oh yeah, has yeah. a friend that he's like jealous of, and she's a, <laughs> and he that friend does a really good Jeff Goldblum impression. <laughs> so stupid they keep referencing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wife, find a Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Um, that's cool though because that's again, fun. he is a he's a sci-fi guy. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. And he, he said there he referenced. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson mm-hmm. before the show started he's like anyone have any fun science facts or hmm. space and someone from like uh, not NASA but something like that came <laughs> up there from space came yeah. up well they were talking <laughs> about she, she was like oh we know this many planets and on Tuesday we're going to announce we found five more planets oh. he's like oh that's great and then he referenced oh because of all this is they, that real yeah <laughs> Some some Wait, chick who worked there. So hey, that's crazy that somebody's like, oh, we're going to announce there's five more planets, and, yeah. and then he just goes, oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> like like this is, isn't this like life changing shit? Like there's five in but, our solar system? No, 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 no. In the in their in our known record of planets in the universe, we have they have discovered five more. Okay. And he was like, "Wow, breaking news right here!" We're- like, like Goldilocks zone planets or something like no, that. No, just or- planets. Okay, just because they're always um, yeah, yeah, 
They're always finding a way. Whatever. To discover. Uh, so she, she was some Australian girl who worked at hey, some. Hey, mate. Yeah. And she sang the Gangrene Australian. Jack much? <laughs> she shanked. Shang. <laughs> she shanked Gangrene Shang Jack. Been to you and was there. But she sang the Australian national anthem oh. as well. And then oh, later he was like, Kangaroo he... is me, sweet land of white titties, big milk side drink. Outback is where I shit, emptying my big tits. Why do you have big tits, mate? <laughs> this is hey, this is the founder of Australia, not me. Okay. okay. I don't know. We got a weird <laughs> thing going. Uh, but no, so, and then he was like, and and they said all this and that, and that means there's no God. What do you have to say about that? And then she was what? like, uh, no comment. <laughs> he's like, all right. No so, comment, mate. So he's very much. Me uh, and the big guy got a bit of a situation. You can't just uh, deny him yeah. right to his face. He was very much into science. Yeah. And uh, atheism. <laughs> yeah. Which was pretty cool. Because when he said that, like half the audience was like, eh. <laughs> Like, it was very yeah. oddly received. It was Probably like, a classic Jewish man, Jeff yeah, Goldblum. Right, right. Yeah, right, um, That's cool, though. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. Yeah. Um, it was weird because I didn't realize it was happening until, not that you have to tell me everything, but I was like, but you were looking at some, like, food menu, and I was like, ooh, what food's he looking at? He's probably yeah. going somewhere. And then mm-hmm. at work, and I was just like, well, well you know, on a computer somewhere. <laughs> not using company <laughs> at time. At <a> flirt. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we were one of, like, four people left at yeah. work, so... Fuck everyone. Who cares? Um, but yeah, it looked look like a steakhouse menu or something. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Sexual. Yeah, someone else, a couple other people are like, thanks for the invite. I'm like, it was a last minute thing. So shut the fuck up, people. I fucking, oh, it, like, my friend hit me up saying, hey, these tickets are on sale. I need to buy them now if you right. want to go. I'm like, yes, get me one. Yeah. I can't reach out and wait right. 20 minutes. And you're also a single man. Yeah. That's you don't part have of the any, perks, baby. Nothing tied down. You can just go and sit in an hour and have a traffic to see. Yeah. An atheist that's Jewish what I man want to talk spend. about space invaders. Yeah. If I want to spend my Wednesday doing that, Daddy's going to do what Daddy's going to do. do. <laughs> um, and then later, cranked off to those girls that we're talking about bank accounts. Right. Well, and you you did have a little connection there. So I was telling I was telling my wife about that, and oh, she yeah. and she was just like, "Well, did he get her number or something?" And I was like, "Well, he didn't like." There was a girl that was kind of like talking to Steve. Yeah. And but also had it was on a date with some guy there and yeah and like but she was saying how much of a, a, a shitty date this guy yeah, she was, was like I'm not really into it but then and they were sitting literally right, right next to us which again me and Steve are big fucking nerds and don't understand yeah. cues from females it's a wonder I got married to someone as great as my wife but uh, she was like why didn't he give her his fucking number and I was like well he didn't want to be that guy like she's on a date whatever she's like. It doesn't matter. It was over for her on that day. And I'm like, and I was like, I took what she said seriously where I was like, I, yeah, like I, that's probably true. Yeah. But Steve and I are not like, we're not learned in yeah. that. And <laughs> you I'm know like, what I mean? Like, and I'm like, do I want some girl that's going to go try and hook up with another guy while on another <laughs> date? Oh, so she was a fucking whore. She was, uh, yeah. she was a little trashy. Yeah. The way yeah. she was dressed and calling out. Just people. enough. Yeah. It was, no, it was just enough. Truly. Super, super. <laughs> but she's talking about like Boston and then. Yeah. The Dodgers, and then that dude rolled up, and he was a fucking, like, 5'5 guy with no, like, busted open shirt. Yeah, you said a full open collar, (laughs) three buttons down As he was walking, she's like, oh, my God, watch this. This guy's getting all fucking pissed I'm talking to you. (laughs) Uh, Here he comes. I'm like, oh, he looks like he's really hot because his shirt's wide open. (laughs) Uh, And then she squirted. Yeah, she got so wet. And then she kept touching me, kept talking to me. Yeah, But but he was right there. Like, there was, like, a, a... like 
the moments he wasn't there was like just talking. Right. And then as she's like, I'm on a date, he turns around and then starts walking up. Then every moment after that, they were together. So it's like, right. I'm like, I'm not going to yeah. ask for some It's It's, it's one of those things where like, like a girl will say, yeah, he didn't, he just, you know, I was giving him all these signs and he didn't say anything. But I'm like, yeah, but the one time that people like Steve and I do that, you take advantage of that yeah. sign. It's like, don't fucking so, touch me. Yeah, like they freak doing? out yeah, or whatever. Like, uh, and it's like, okay. Yeah, but it's, that, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It was very, right. very awkward. Because yeah. then he was standing there with us right. talking for a while. Then oh. I just went back to my seat. And then she kept talking to me when she came back to the seat a little bit. And then you said he was just, like, staring down yeah. at his plate the whole and, time. Yeah. The second half of the show, he was just, like, zoned out and looked all bummed. Yeah. But obviously, because earlier she's like, oh, I love jazz. I love Jeff Goldblum. Right. So I'm like, oh, it's your perfect storm right here. Now, and all I can think about right now into it. is how jealous Kim Murky, our fan <laughs> Kim Murky, is right well, She's now. still listening. We haven't heard from her in a while. We haven't. Kim. Give us a shout out if you're out there. Steve needs any boost. <laughs> I missed now, the signal. If he's watching Ghostbusters 2, he might need a Vigo boost. Yep. <laughs> Give me that positive energy for my slime. Right, right. So that I may live again. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's the river of slime. <laughs> I'm surprised that that hasn't been like a porn meme. Of yeah. Dick. That's the river <laughs> of slime. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking stuff. spread it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Riley Reed. <Yeah. laughs> okay, I would like any of our fans. I know we don't have a big social following. Please, if you know Riley yeah. Reed, please <laughs> say that Steve saw you at a bakery yeah. one day and fell in love with you and thought yes. it'd be terrific if you kissed him on the lips. I did see Riley Reed, the, the, the lips that have sucked star. a billion dicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, so recently she's posted like, "Oh, which SoundCloud rapper should I f next?" Oh, probing so, ancient. So names. I said, <laughs> "I have a podcast on SoundCloud." <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> And then she's like, another one was like, drop your SoundCloud link for, oh. uh, <laughs> so I can listen and beg or whatever. So I posted ours just right. as a goof, obviously. Yeah. But uh, Of course yeah. she listens to rap. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she's into the tattooed face men for oh, her God. personal life. Oh, my like, God. Like all those fucking. <laughs> oh, so guys that have given up on life and guaranteed they're going to be criminals and never get a job anywhere. Well, post baloney. <laughs> oh, post Malone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, those types. Oh, God. Yeah, God. that's like, there's a whole rap, yeah. rap, now, rap genre. I listen to rap. Uh, Look, Bob Bertle's calling me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Throb Bertle, come yeah. on. I'm going to keep his identity secret. Now, post Malone, everyone knows. We, t- we, I talk about Ghost Adventures just enough on the show <laughs> to keep teasing everyone that we'll do a oh, Ghost yeah, Adventures he got all podcast. His, right? He was on an episode last season. Uh, and it was actually a pretty good episode. They went into it's it's dumb. Like they have episodes where, like once every couple seasons, they go into an episode that's like uh, a Halloween haunted house exhibit that mm. was an old factory or something somewhere. Something weird, yeah. So it's still like an old building yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. But like, there's this factor of like, and they know it too. But like, all the decorations are still fucking up. So like, yeah. as they're exploring this place in the middle of the night, there's fucking like demon wax figures and shit right. like that. So it's extra creepy, you know, too. But um, but still, it makes for a very scary piece of entertainment, not necessarily authentic, oh. documented ghost hunting. Documented. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me, before you got here, I was watching that. So there's a new series on Netflix called Haunted. Huh. And it's where people recount their own real-life stories of, of hauntings. And it is fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I thought you were saying terrifying. <laughs> no. It sucks. We should watch it because it's so goofy. Yeah, yeah. But the first two episodes oh, are no. like, this is fucking bullshit. These is it a Netflix original series? To, yeah. Okay. These people are just trying to be famous and whatever. Right. Uh, so the first one's like, this girl in white followed us 
and I lived in this house, and she haunted us for six years, and then we moved away. Yeah. And as we moved out, the I land, turned gay. The <laughs> landlord said, I can't believe you made it this long because the, a mom killed her two kids and hung herself in there. Okay. And then, like, he didn't, nobody knew that before in the well, six then, years. Then he's like, My mom. And then I looked and I could tell in their faces, everyone knew but me. And that's then a, that's a dramatic, like, no, teenager story. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> I, w- I would have, like, been okay. Then it ends because they right. move. He's like, No. And then a few years later, she follows me. And this, and then I don't see her. And then I see her right before I get hit by a car. I'm like, Okay, okay. so you blacked out. Right. And then he's <laughs> like, And then he's like, So I. To get away from her, I ran away from home, and I lived in a different place every night. Oh I'm like, God, how man. does a fucking teenager live right. in a different place every night? Right. So you're just a fucking crackhead? So, yeah, exactly. This man is insane yeah, and has a lot of mental issues and sees a woman in white following him around that yeah. causes him to do all the uh, disruptive and inconsistent things yeah. in his life. And then yeah. he settles down, meets a girl, has a right. kid. And then he's working, sees her, and then blacks out and dies. Oh, wow. And they're like, oh, you were dehydrated in something. So you came right. back to life. And then he's like, when I came back to life. <laughs> so he I, didn't die. Well, he, he, he was dead for, oh. well, he clinically dead for, for yeah, whatever. Yeah. So they do all these uh, hard what's, things. He, off camera, he's like, what's the world record for uh, being de- brain dead? What's uh, five minutes, 30 seconds. Exactly I was uh, dead for five minutes and 32 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the longest. Clinically no. dead. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, and then I didn't feel any attachment to her. But now, because right. she let, I right. finally he got died, away. So, I died. Yeah. yeah. And then. It's the only way. And then on the show, he's like, and then I saw her two days ago. So I might have oh another instance where I die. I'm like, fuck you. This is fucking terrible. Then he, the next he needs, episode. He needs therapy and medication. The next episode uh-huh. is fucking even gnarlier. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> These two girls are like there. Yeah. So so the setup is like a person comes in <laughs> and the audience is like friends and Oh, there's family. an audience? Well, not an audience, but it's oh, like okay. they're all it's sitting like a, in these chairs. Like an intervention without being an intervention. Kind of, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're talking and it's this girl and her sister and she's like, we lived on a, a, a fucking Native American burial ground, which uh-huh. doesn't come into play at all. Right. And then she's like, <laughs> we're, so we're throwing the stereotype out there that, oh, hauntings happen. That's why I wanted to fucking throw a rock through my TV yeah. and just be like, you <laughs> shut the fuck up. And like, so, because it's all these dramatic reenactments oh, of, yes, of the of course. things happening. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And Those she's like, we used to have to play Roll the Orange. And, like, Whoa. it was her and her sister what? rolling an orange back and forth. Okay. And then if it went out of place, then they got hurt. So her dad hit her. Oh, God. And That's then, fucked up. Then it turns out, oh, her dad, her dad like, depicted up <laughs> the dad. stranges or stranger. He called them the strangest, like some weird term. Okay. And then they would murder these people. And she's like, I watched them murder people. And then I would have, so and the she was part of a cult, like weird, were, like family. The, the dad would like lure. Yeah. Uh, women, random, and? <laughs> women and men from oh. the bar or the streets. God, what the, f- I'm the whistle. So, <laughs> so then it's like, okay, so now he's some, I'm like, be soon. Okay. <laughs> Some like mer like serial killer person. Ooh, Kel- Kellogg's cornflakes. And then they're like, "How come you couldn't tell the city?" They're like, "Everyone was scared of him." It's like, "Fuck the- you!" That's so you're bullshit. telling a story about how your dad was a, a psychopath like and a literal, mom. Yeah, like that's fu- you're part of like a yeah. And it gets worse. Okay, it gets ten times worse. So and so so within this story, they're still trying to push this episode as a story of a ghost or demon, not. My parents were psychopaths, well, and I survived. How the fuck are your parents psychopaths and nobody knew? Right, exactly. How does yeah. no one know? Because let me tell you how No it gets, one's nude here. Let, let me tell you how it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Here. She then goes, oh, I watched him bathe in blood. 
<laughs> and he worshipped the devil, okay. and he was possessed by a demon because okay. I heard a growl coming from him that was not of this world. Right. And then they have a fucking kid there that's her sister's kid. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Grandpa just had all these secrets. I'm like, how the fuck are you adults? <laughs> and you took your kid back to see this crazy person, and you guys haven't gone out there. He's like, right. and the, the grandkid's <laughs> like, yeah, Grandpa. And the, the grandkid's like 30. So yeah. this is like... Fuck all of you people right. yeah, if yeah. this is real. Yeah. Because uh, it's a bunch yeah. of white trash. He said fucking... there's a bunch of water holes I would never drain and a bunch of areas I sh- would never dig. Wow. And grandpa just said, he never said he did anything, but don't dig there and I will never dig there. What it's the like, fuck? how the fuck have you not reported this wow. fucking person then? You right. fucking liars. Right. And I'm very intrigued to watch this now that that's it's what like I'm so saying. bad. Because yeah. the reenactment is like this like hobolo <laughs> devil. Hobolo For those guy. that don't know, Steve is like <laughs> chicken uh, dancing yeah, he's and like. <laughs> He's undulating like Beetlejuice when yeah. when he sees the the demon strippers and he's like, yeah. oh, yeah. because that's what this <laughs> guy does. He takes all this blood and he's like yeah. rubbing around him and like there's a fire he's dancing around. Right. It is the oh biggest pile of Ugh. fucking <laughs> shit. I cannot believe the yeah. show is aired by Netflix as right. an original. Because like I remember like on uh, the Discovery Channel or like whatever they would have these a, sh- a similar show called like Hauntings or something like that, yeah, and you could I mean, tell these people. It was much, I mean, there were some intense things they talked about, but it was much more like when they were interviewing them, they were like normal middle America people that were like starting to cry and shake because they were, I'm like, see, there's some real fear there. Like, this isn't just them. And they would zoom in on tears. And I'm like, these are either fucking liars trying to be famous or Netflix just blatantly going, we don't give a fuck. We're going to make up these it's and yeah and, and this is Netflix because they're doing nah. the uh, <laughs> Netflix. Uh, you go Netflix. You say what you want. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm queen of online nah. streaming services. <laughs> you do yo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there there is the that new series which actually has been getting pretty good reviews. The not it's not House on Haunting Hill, but it's the oh some, yeah, Haunted Hill House or something yeah. with. Um, Oh, God. She was in, well, she was in Blank Check, <laughs> the movie. Oh, I about, love that movie. In the, yeah, Carlius, Carla Sangiacomo. That's her name. What did she play And then she was just movie? in the Stephen King movie, uh, Gerald's Game, that was also a Netflix original, which because was actually really good. Blank Check, one of my ultimate favorite movies yes. as a child. Because they kind of implied the kid was going to bang the girl. Yeah. And she, cause she, yeah. her name was like, uh, or no, sorry. Her name wasn't Charlie. She was in the Charlie makeup brand ads around the same time. Okay. And, and I, I was always like, ooh, is. like, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, she's, yeah, she's like. Because he had the water slide in the house. Yeah, he he's the like his handler. Like, and so video like, game thing. Right. So as, a, as like a pubescent, prepubescent kid, you're like, wow, he's rich. And this older chick is like into him. Wants to and fuck wants him. to fuck him. Because I want to fuck her. Because doesn't he picture her in like a bikini or like a bathing, or something like that? Like, yeah, there's a scene where she's like. Like he has oh, a crush on oil her. oil me down. And he's, she's like, yeah. It's all my pain right? aside and yeah, rub, yeah. Oil, like, rub oil on my pussy because right. it's going to get fucking burnt. Right. And she tells him all about like crotchless panties and mm-hmm. assless chaps and stuff like that. Yeah. And then yeah. and, it's and very how weird. Even he, though he's young, he could be a daddy. Right. Or right. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a daddy, too. Doesn't it? It's not yeah. about having kids. It's right. about a state of mind. Right. It's about taking care of this bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> blank check. Mm, blank check, daddy. <laughs> I'm blank check, daddy. <laughs> Whatever you want. Look at my uh, bank account. Look at it. <laughs> we'll take a really quick break because my bladder is about to explode. Oh, that's all that beer, dog. We're back, 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 back. You doing it, 
bitch. Pass. I'm just <laughs> pissed, daddy. <laughs> you go and relieve uh, that blood. Uh, um, I've never really even watched that show. Someone was harassing either. me this weekend because I was making them laugh really hard doing yeah, that. Yeah. And then other person was like, you haven't even watched that show. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't give a fuck, bitch. Oh, it's transcended. It's trans. It's, yeah, it's transcended its origins yeah. and become part of our zeitgeist. Because on all those... And people that say, yas, bash, probably don't know what zeitgeist means. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I would see on Instagram anyways, the, the yas, and yes. that's how we're just in my yeah, mind. That's, that's been like a, yeah, that's been like a uh, Instagram story thing for, for like, like a year and a half now. Least, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I get my old job, which was like the beginning like of that, like stickers, two years ago. Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. you watch Robot Drag just goes, Race? Yes. Well, see, you said Drag Race. Someone else was saying it was Queer Eye. Hmm. So that's what I'm saying. The new Queer Eye Fuck all dates. y'all. We can say yes however yes. we want in yeah. reference to In the spirit of RuPaul's Drag Race, us men can be whatever we want. Yes. Speaking of men's being whatever they want. Pins. We're, <laughs> we're going to go back. Like 140 or 50 years, which is pretty crazy. Like, so Albert Einstein is the name of the game in this ancient aliens game. Yeah, it's not even 100 <laughs> years. 150? When he was born. It was 19, was He was it? born in 1879. So this man was born in 1879. It's like 140 years. 142? I don't know. 20, 40, whatever. 139 30. years. Yeah. But for his, for him being a born daddy. Right. But yes, a live daddy. Life daddy. <laughs> Hundred something else. Grow daddy. Yeah. Toddler daddy. <laughs> Stash daddy. Right. What? Because he had a mustache. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, as a baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm very smart. Turned into air. I'm very advanced in my brain development and yes. my... Uh, Both heads have <laughs> my pubescent development. I'm sure. What's the pituitary development? Yes. yes. Uh, that's why alligators are so ornery. <laughs> it's because they had too many teeth. <laughs> and no toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> They're pituitary gland, you idiot. Now, I, Joey, have a highly advanced tapuitary no. gland. <laughs> yeah, and that could stim you along yeah. all the time. By anything. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of grease you on. <laughs> or peats you on. <laughs> Maybe a little posse on with a cream. Gonna make Joey poo yawn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I we're shit my pants. We're, <laughs> we're talking all about Einstein. <laughs> talking about Albert Einstein and his factory. So the Einstein factor is the name of the game with this episode of Ancient Aliens. And the beginning of the episode talks about the origins of our special little German friend who changed our idea of how the universe works for all time. From other realms. Fundamental cosmos. His brain is different. I'm doing my own montage yeah, of what they say. <laughs> he had yeah, a different... <laughs> now, this guy had a fucking <laughs> line of red. Was that supposed to be David Wilcox? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we haven't done it in so long. I, <laughs> you're doing uh, Loudmouth Leahy yeah. and David Wilcox combined. Wake up, yeah. people. <laughs> Wake the fuck up, you little shit. Um, yeah, that's teasing the, the triumphant return of David Wilcock, five-headed yeah. Freddies. No grease hair here. Right. Who I forgot his name last episode because it had yeah. been like two seasons since Too we long. talked about him. And then you also yelled at me for William Henry. Right. You're right. Demanding it was Dick Hearn. Right. <laughs> 
Isn't uh, William Henry also the the tall tale of the guy with the hammer? Or is that tall tale of the guy? So I mean, so Paul the, Bunyan? No. Well, yeah, he's another American tall tale. Um, but um, God, what is his name? Because when I search William Henry, is a lot of like some guy from like the 1800s popped up, right? And that John Henry had... is the guy. So it was about the locomotive and like how the power, oh, the pneumatic drill the, the... was being created, and he was a hammer man. He was he was. It was kind of an old slave tale or post-slave tale, but, like, he had a big giant sledgehammer, and he was like, I can strike. go just as fast as your pneumatic, but then he ended, his heart ended up bursting right, or whatever right. to Because he that. could strike a, a, a spike in one strike. It yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, which is crazy, because that's really about, like, that whole story is about Bad the woman. death of, like, uh, labor. yeah, blue-collar labor in the sense of, like, like or, or completely machines, yeah. unautomated labor, you know? Right. Um, but, uh you know, and, and there's the classic line of uh, from that tall tale, which is, "Desire is irrelevant. I am a machine." <laughs> and he was a German black man, which was weird, but yeah. And then they asked because <laughs> it was called John life. Henry Rise of the Machines. Yeah, and he said, "Smiting your enemies, driving them back. Right. Hearing the lamentations of their women. Hear the levitations Lemon, of their lamentations. Ooh, a little yeah. sour. Oh, a little floaters." <laughs> The limitations. Yeah. Now, fun fact: Steve threw a lime-shaped stress ball at a woman, <laughs> at one of the women at our work the other day. Uh, right, well, it wasn't face. at her. It was in the range. It was supposed to be like a bomb going off, like maybe bounce around a little bit. Your justification was: I was trying to hit like lightly on the top of her head, yeah, and or then behind him or somewhere. Yeah, face. and it landed right, landed at her cheek. Right. No, no, I was just trying to hit four inches higher than yeah. that. I was, but I hit her in the I'm eye. I'm an accurate person. Right. Luckily, she has glasses. And she wasn't wearing them, thankfully. <laughs> Otherwise, them motherfuckers would have been blown right off. <laughs> Whoops. So, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, yeah. yeah. Every now and then, I'll, I'll lob okay. something over there. Yeah. And then she shot a dart at me. Or no, threw a dart. At me. A and then dart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, you're going to hit her in the face again? Because I had a oh, gun. <laughs> And then she took off running yep. to leave, and I shot it, and it whizzed right past her nose. <laughs> you literally heard the bink, like the little yeah, flip of it hair. hitting her face. Oh, and I didn't go pick that up, Again. actually, now I think oh. about it. Shit. Um, uh, hey, it's all relative. Uh, just like Einstein's theory of relativity. Uh, master of segues in this episode. Yeah, because we talk a lot about Einstein, so yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, this episode's really about taking Einstein's theories and his science and specifically his biological brain and and kind of it's it's I know that they don't see it this way but it's a little insulting to the man that the whole message of this episode is he couldn't have not that it takes skill yeah. to genetically evolve or mutate because you don't have any control over that yeah yes. but it kind of <laughs> but it kind of takes away like that oh this is what how mutation and evolution adaptation work, sometimes there are big spikes in it or a certain part of someone's body is like very specifically adapt, well-adapted right. or advanced it's like or a whatever. very tall person or right. a very strong person right. or a very this or that person. And you I, know, he j- they just yeah. happen to have... And I wrote that down. I was, I, was like, I was like, so your theory this whole episode is that Einstein's brain couldn't have made this, this jump in evolution. So you're saying... Uh, without the help of extraterrestrial intervention, right, and or at the very least, it was specifically attuned to uh, access the akashic record or shared consciousness, or you know the the shared consciousness that exists within the within the cosmos of yeah. the universe. But uh, 
But I'm like, if some guy, if some doctor some said guy. that some young guy had fifteen percent heavier cream production, no, it's like some some there's some guy that goes, oh yeah, this man was born with fifteen percent faster muscular generation. Like he's very strong. He doesn't burn or he burns all his fat. Whatever you go, wow, that's amazing. What an amazing leap, like mutation and evolution or whatever. Or just yeah, an but nobody goes. Oh, extraterrestrials must have been able to Fucking must have come in and fucked his mom and created a hybrid Russian man yeah. to come in. <laughs> they created the hybrid Russian man to come in and scream at this baby until his muscles grew out of a stress response. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he was genetically wasn't wasn't involved with the alien hybrid Russian man. Yeah. It was just that his screams. Who knows? Maybe his screams were hyperpowered. Kind of like the guy in Inhumans that can't talk, or he he's, he's, uh, he screams and, and blows people's brains out when he talks or whatever. Um, <laughs> a little mischievous yeah, science no. vibe there. No, but like they're they're no, they don't ask this about anyone else. That's like the best Olympian in the world. Yeah. Oh, it must have been aliens that right. came in. This it guy came, ran in, the came in his legs. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm he spread come his cream <laughs> all inside. Me. Right. Oh, he's so slippery. That's how his feet move oh, so fast. Uh, check, please. <laughs> I'll bake the next one. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's this premise that, oh, his brain couldn't have been so advanced and so healthy and so young by the time he died yeah. without alien intervention. But there's genetic uh, leaps all the time they don't discuss here. This episode, I it was like a blur. I'm yeah. like, what did they just even say? Like, right. n- at what point did they go, oh, this is where aliens intervene? Exactly. They just right. said, oh. He had all this time to think about right. this. And then in one year, he did all this right, other right. stuff. It's like, okay. And the clo- <laughs> okay. okay. The closest they get to it is claiming that Nikolai Tesla, and who others, is also yeah. a genius on the Einsteinian level, he had a message to the Red Cross, which is very weird. Yeah. And, I mean, they show it. I guess he wrote it. But he also said, one, two, people from another world have been contacting us, and their message is one, two, three. So, like... And and he was known to be obsessed with the number three, which what if these people all just had Asperger's or, you know, like had some form of autism that made them super advanced in one area. Mm-hmm. None of these people were known to be highly social or charismatic or whatever. Like, you know, like Einstein was apparently nice. All these like, were nice guys, but they were not uh, fucking playboys, you know, going out there and, and they weren't like Bruce Wayne or something like having fucking parties and mm-hmm. doing crazy mm-hmm. stuff. What are you I'm trying with? to bring up something that references one, two, three. Oh, just oh one God. <laughs> um, that is very involved in uh, ancient aliens as well. Of human evolution of Cro-Magnon and their voices. So keep going. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they, there's no direct um, primary evidence from Einstein saying, I received this from alien sources. Now... They spend a lot of the first segment going into how he had um, – he created what he called thought experiments for himself. And he would go – kind of go into a meditative state and he would have these thought experiments and his, and his – and he would think about physics, the unseen forces and effects of physics in a very complete visual and mathematical way. Um, are you ready to go with this thing? Just one second. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we start off when he's a kid. When he's a little a little baby, a little Einstein baby, um, he oh god, you can hear this in the background too. Um, so Steve has a clip from I think it's BBC America or something, and it's about not big black, <laughs> no, about a British Broadcasting Channel, and it was a documentary on the uh, the Cro-Magnon man, you know. So the 
the the kind of side the side oh, bitch you know the evolutionary side bitch of Homo sapiens now let's make a sound. Just let's make a and how their chest arm. and vocal cords and skulls <laughs> must have sounded. So the skeleton had shown that our Neanderthal speak. One, two, three. <laughs> now let's make, a sound. One, two, Just let's make a huge R. <laughs> and again, this is actually getting him right into his body. Now speak. One, two, three. <laughs> what are they obsessed with? By push into me. This is actually getting him They're right into his really body. Into All these now numbers. Now speak. One, two, three. <laughs> This we were obsessed. Yeah, this clip is insane. So if you what's the YouTube uh, this title? This says high pitched voice theory Neanderthal BBC science. Good. Okay. So look that up and it's about I mean it's an interesting study in the sense that they're like studying the chest cavity and vocal cords and skull shape so that the, what what resonance the Neanderthal yeah. vo- voice must have sounded yeah. like which is much higher pitched than we assumed. Yeah. And this this gal the scientist is Pushing on her assistant's chest, and as he's imitating, and adjusting. Yes, the like, whole the, the whole thing is him going one two three right. one two yeah. one two, and then like her hands and her interlaced yes. interlaced right. uh, three 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 uh, one two three three. <laughs> so yeah, they just are pushing back and forth to like get to this pitch right. of ah! <laughs> which you could say about any sexual encounter. Yeah. Oh, they're pushing back and forth, so one of them goes. Uh, I but haven't yeah. known that for one, two, three years. <laughs> it might almost have been that long. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not lying. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the episode starts off with Einstein's birth, his childhood. He's super interested in compasses, or as they say, compasses. Calm. Um, the unseen forces of magnetism and physics, physics. and things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, physicist. Um, so it's a pretty well-known story, but he he graduates from this tech university in Zurich. He wants to teach physics, but um, he's not qualified or can't get a job, whatever. And he becomes the famous uh, patent clerk uh, that everyone knows him as. And aren't there some rumors or theories that he stole all these ideas from the patents coming into? Right. Like, well, and, and they kind of alluded to that in the episode. Not that he stole, but just that, like, oh, all of it, it helped him work his Refined, mind in, lis- yeah. in like in like a. How- he was exposed to new ideas constantly in right, this, right, right, which right. helped him. Helped his unique brain to yeah. like well, understand and hone in because they had to do it in a formal manner, right. To present these ads exactly, ads. yeah. Plus, I mean, he had fucking scientific training in school and yeah. whatever too. But yeah, but also they were pretty much saying that this job was super boring and monotonous, and gave him the time to no, do these time thought experiments. Yeah. yeah, to do these thought experiments and ponder these grandiose concepts. So, um, in 1905, he authored four papers that would like redefine science. That, that did redefine science. Uh, over the the classically accepted Newtonian physics model, um, and so he one of them he proved that atoms existed and the nature of atoms. Uh, he also provided a mathematical theory for the photoelectric effect, meaning that light was not a wave but it was a particle. Split the oh nucleus boy. of a beer atom oh into God. two fragments. <laughs> And the mass of the two fragments yeah. will be less than the mass of the original nucleus. And the difference in mass will be transformed into energy. Energy equals mass times the square of the speed of light. I'll give it a go. (laughs) 
Right. Bubbles into beer. That's what everyone knows Einstein. Yep. <laughs> Young Einstein. The molecular structure of this alcohol. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop there. www.yahooserious.com like, Yeah, I don't know how we didn't think of this while watching right. it, but I forgot... <laughs> My, one of my favorite movies as a kid, yeah. Young Einstein. I need to watch that movie now because I we have should. not I have not seen that movie since I was a child, and it was probably on TBS or something, so I haven't seen it uncensored so, without commercials. So what we should do for mm-hmm. an episode of Beer There, Drunk That, yeah, yeah. At, do uh, a, a viewing of Young mm. Einstein. Because the That's whole movie yeah, yeah. is about Einstein and all these wacky things, but he's in Australia. Right. But his whole thing is putting bubbles into beer. Right, his carbonation. <laughs> So we should we should do some sort of like live watching yeah, drinking yeah. Uh, like a watch thing. along thing yeah, yeah yeah I do remember as a kid the one thing I remember most from that is like hoping that that big scary guy does not bake those fucking kittens yes. into the pie yes. I'm like why would he bake live kittens in a pie yeah who's and they're gonna <laughs> eat it with that? the hair and a right. uh, Australians don't eat that stuff. <laughs> Because it was at the insane asylum, which was known for oh, being that's like, right. all the crazy, yeah, you yeah. know, terrible conditions and right. such. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but yeah, so uh, and and what we just heard there was the documented, <laughs> documented, um, uh, strategically right, uh, the documented um, footage. That's what I was trying to say of Einstein coming up with E equals mc squared, which under uh, change your understanding of mass and how it could be converted to kinetic energy. When the atom is split. Which so, is crazy. That whole movie's premise is that beer was just flat and gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> For hundreds and hundreds of years, it was yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, so he proved atoms existed in the nature of them. The photoelectric effect, which is that light is a particle and not a wave, mm-hmm. which is crazy because in fucking science class all throughout school, it was always about, yeah, there are photons, but they perform as waves. Yeah. And I'm like, but is that what Einstein was talking about? I don't know. So... Uh, and then also stimulated emission of light, which equals lasers. So right. he Einstein's the first guy to light understand. Amplified by stimulate. Wait, light because laser stands for something. It's like amplified, right? By static synthesis, or it's something stimulated no, it's, emission. It's, it's light amplified by stimulated emission of radiation or something. Right. That's, I don't, you have that sounds computer, right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he, he came up with the concept of the, of the possibility of lasers. I don't think they, they created lasers, but he said, here's how you can do it. Right. Um, right. well they used, yeah, all this th- theories. Yeah. And, he mathematically and math- proved yeah. with his mathematical theorems, that stuff. So, and of course the theory of general and special relativity. Mm-hmm. So general relativity is the relationship between, uh, time, space, gravity, mass, all a that stuff. A man and a woman. Right. Yeah. Um, and then special relativity is how... That's what kind of creates all the weird stuff like time travel and stuff like and that. Where, love because right. it's special. Right. Exactly. Or, you know, as we've seen on, on Pornhub and many other sites, there's special relatives that are that mm-hmm. have these relationships mm-hmm. sometimes that create erotic scenes. Yeah, usually in a step fashion or right. uh, auntie or once removed. Right. Now, do you think yeah. that... <laughs> yeah, stepdaddy. Do you think that... I'm the stepdaddy. Do you think that the Lord of the Dance... Or what's the other Irish stepping thing? Now, they, they were the masters of step in the 90s. Maybe mm-hmm. they influenced the coming of the stepfathers and mother uh, and sister craze in porn that's going on in our current society. That could be it. And I also think that Stomp played a, a, Stomp. <laughs> a very large role in that as well. Because yes. my friend's mom... 
bought all of us tickets to go see Stomp when right. he turned 18 right. and rented a limo and sent us to right. L.A. Like, that was a cool thing to do, even right. though we're the only fucking kids there. Right. And then we all told the limo driver we wanted to go to a strip club, and all of us went. And two of us were 17, one of which was me. And then we still all got in. So you missed it the was, Stomp show? No, we went to Stomp, oh, and then, and then on our way back, we went to the strip club by LAX, which doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. And it was awesome. <laughs> I saw some that is real like, knockers for the first time. I think we talked about that in an old episode of Beer They're Drunk That Someone or something. Else got but a lap dance, I didn't. But know. Uh, but I'm like, that is like very sweet of her to think that, but so completely Stupid. out of touch yeah. with what oh. teenage football and wrestling team well, boys a would want. Polo, I know, but yeah. I'm saying like what these sports Just males yeah. would want to see. Oh, oh I'm going to send to the stop, stop. show. Was, we were like, what it's the? very aggressive and manly, and they Fuck got trash cans on their ass cheeks. <laughs> They just want to go get a beat. Boo. <laughs> you guys are just in an alleyway watching a homeless yeah. guy. Get the shit beat out of him. <laughs> with a trash can. Yeah. We're... Listen to the beat, guys. Come on. Here we go. <laughs> now. <laughs> Hit me in the face. <laughs> Hit me in the face. <laughs> I, love uh, I love you. Bye. Yeah. She, she's a special person, but yeah. um, <laughs> known for many weird things. But that being one of them. Yeah. And then we went to the strip club. So right. I went to a strip club <laughs> when I was 17. Okay, bro. <laughs> And it was awesome. Yeah, strip, yeah. Yeah. I jerked off to it for a while. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> to your experience there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see all the chicks? Of course. Yeah. It's full nude, bro. Yeah. That's way before I saw that. So, yep. In real life. And then when we would go, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Tag me more. Too. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then as everyone turned 18, we would all go to the mm. local strip club, Ecstasy Off, Fairview and Warner. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So speaking of strip clubs, the year. The single year that Einstein uh, came up with these four amazing theorems, these papers, was called the, the Anus Morabilis, which yeah. is called the Miracle Year, the Wonderful yeah, Year. Or so, the Globulus Anus, right. which means the big booty hoe. Right. <laughs> Could the be P-A-W-G. a P-A-W-G. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, you know, the, 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 they have a couple scientists that are never on again on the show, and they're like, you know, most scientists uh, don't get one of these theorems kind of proven in, in their entire career, let alone four of them in one year. So we are not saying that, that Einstein was not a very unique individual. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I think that we're more in the camp of like, he was the perfect mix of almost like autistic, like Asperger's-y hyperfunction in certain areas of his brain, which is physically proven by this episode later on, but with just enough mix of being able to actually communicate to other people too. Yeah. So he yes. didn't, he didn't sacrifice yes. his, Empathy and emotion, you know, ooh, footsie. Are you touching me? Uh, and emotion response and all that. He could still exist as a, a standard kind of human being yeah. to spread these ideas to other human beings. So, uh, because, like, they say that, like, a lot of autistic people probably have these amazing lives going on in their head, but they're just not part of our reality. They're living in their own reality, their own zone of how they hyper focus. Right. And so, um, we okay. got our first chill just chime in here. And she just chimes in and says, uh, uh, Einstein said that when he first developed the concept of relativity, uh, that it was like a, a storm going off in his head. And, uh, and this would show that he had a, a different kind of uh, brain than normal human beings. So uh, that's not a crazy statement, you know, um, because having a different kind of brain than normal human beings doesn't mean aliens yeah. gave you access to the Akashic record, which right. is what they say later. So tie into it yes. once you take mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> Jason Martell, the slick back kid, postulates uh, uh, Einstein was known to spend hours on end sitting in a chair, 
formulating a thought to its inception. Uh, now, was he tapping in a, some kind of advanced field of knowledge? Uh, uh, it's very possible that he used this type of advanced technology on some level. Like, that that statement's all over the place. Yeah. I know a lot of men that have just sit in chairs for hours, and they don't come up with insane yeah. theorems on how the universe works. Like, everyone's uncle and grandpa, yeah. I think, Gones could be the next the Einstein. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Staring at a fucking wall or Jeopardy or something. Yeah. At work, I just sit at my desk, and I just right. stare at the fucking wall. Right. <laughs> And I think of great ideas. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I think of ideas. And people oh, just poke you and you idea. never share them to anyone. <laughs> yeah. I think this would be a good idea. You just turn to people and go, one, two, three. <laughs> and for some reason, they've employed you for two years now. Yeah, it's great. I love that place. Yeah, sweet deal, baby. Uh, <laughs> sweet deal, baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's kind of a weird point. And also... I think that the editors threw in statements about the Akashic record too early because I think he's referring to that, like this higher, right, right. this this technologically uh, advanced like record, this 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 kind of Wi-Fi cloud-based bunch of knowledge yeah. that exists in the cosmos somewhere, or as we, will, I'm sure we'll get to in other episodes, it's under the Sphinx's paw, yeah, or it's within. A fucking cave somewhere in India, because in Angkor Wat, you know, in the, in the temple of Angkor Wat, because that's what they say it is, or yeah. whatever. And so, um, it's supposed to be the history of all the history and future of all, not just human, but all the universes, like time and people yeah. and yeah. what and life and whatever. So, um, anyway, we get Coppins. He comes on, and, and you know, <laughs> one of his one of his last appearances, I think. We'll find out. Next season, which season five, if he's in there, as he sends to the Godhead, right? <laughs> uh, and he 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 mentions that all geniuses talk like they mention that something else gave them this knowledge, or that they reach this knowledge while in an altered state. Now, mm-hmm. the it's weird because like in a real documentary, they would go into how the the benefits of meditation and mindfulness and like all of these things, like and there's like you know like. Uh, Jason Manzuka is this comedian we like. Like yeah. he he was like paid for in college to like study um like primitive tribes that still exist right. that have musical trance-based music. So like like music that puts them in trances and take them to this higher level of yeah. consciousness. And so um you know there's nothing there's it's very scientific like a rhythm or people saying ohm or yeah. breathing techniques some sort of rhythm gets you into this like you know, it gets you Next to be mindful level. of being in your body. You're not distracted by all these state. other things. And it's a meditative state. Yeah. And so I took a sociology class and they're like, yeah, there are like five commonalities between et- no matter what society you look at. There's these right. five base things, which I need to look up because right. I've referenced this before. But it's like taboos and, and, oh, yeah, and yeah. these rituals and this, this and that. Right. And like every society has these five right. things. Because it, it's an essential element of any religion, yeah. no matter how spiritual or official or structured it is. Every religion or spiritual spirituality, spiritual philosophy of some kind has meditative state. Like praying yeah. is supposed to be right. this long meditative state, not just oh. saying, you know, hey, hey, God, we wish for this and bye. Like it's supposed to be this like, you know, when you see priests and people in, in movies about the fucking medieval times yeah. and renaissance stuff, they're in the, they're praying for hours on end and they're in this meditative state where they're trying to commune with this higher source of knowledge. So. Um, all of that is this through line between all people, but of course, you know, the ancient astronaut theorists here make the leap that, oh, they're tapping into alien technology, which is the Akashic record, which I'm not saying it's not that, but it's also very specific and doesn't need to be that to explain how 
Tesla and Einstein and Da Vinci could have had their. Oh God! Is this a clip from Stomp? <laughs> no, I was looking for that. How do you say Anya? Remember? It's definitely not this. Anya? Remember that? Dun dun. Oh. I have no clue what ah, you're talking about. Say quoi. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, like something Enigma or something. Enya. That's well, no, what it was. Enya's different. That's not. She does not do that song. Okay. A- Enya does the. You may say okay. where the sun right, okay. What was the fucking monk thing that they did right. the advert? So the- there's the Gregorian chants, which is not also what that is, because I thought it was <laughs> the same thing years so ago. Yeah. This is the band, I think it's called Enigma. Um, and I tried looking up the line, and it's not like Na Dimoi. It's like yeah. some other pronunciation. That's why like my YouTube search wasn't coming up with it. Anyway, <laughs> you spent the next hour looking for that. Uh, but yeah, so we get a Sook alert here. And oh my god, is this? It, it says full album. <laughs> oh my god, we're not listening. To that. No, I know, I know. It's yeah. like in How Her Not. You could just let it play low volume. Let the rhythm be your guide this is Enigma. Light. Yeah, they do all sorts of new age shit like this. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, oh god, damn it! Oh no! So it. we get our first Sook alert here, and he, <laughs> I, I was. Uh, uh, expanding on what he was saying but this is the line that he says uh he says all the knowledge in the universe is available in the cosmos and einstein was able to tap into this and unlock the secrets of the universe so he gets all carl sagan and he's like saying that we're all made of star stuff we all have the same somehow that all knowledge of everything that ever happened and will happen is because of relativity and all these stuff is in yeah. each little atom of our body or something. Right, right, right. Um, now, I'm not saying it's not, but it's never been proven that like atoms store knowledge. It's more that they perform, the different types of atoms perform different ways in different conditions, right. I think. Um, yeah, because DNA, does DNA have, has atoms, right? It, well, yeah. Yeah, every, yeah it, atoms yeah. are the smallest piece. Of, you know, well, not the smallest, but they are... The smallest observable piece, well, I think. Because the atoms go down to the, uh, what's the fucking uh, chemistry thing? Where it's like gold, this, oh, that, that. Newton, the right. the uh, period of elements. Period of elements. Oh, sorry. That's, no, the no. periodic table of elements. <laughs> periodic table. Sorry. Pat. Yeah, I had a period of elements Five here. or six beers already. Extra rusty and copper. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, those are the atom. Those are the different atoms, right? So uh, those all make up then DNA, right? Because it's carbon, right. and exactly. Yes, exactly. Those are the base elements. But then atoms are made up of protons, electrons, no, right, quarks, right, right. Cause, cause, yeah, all the shit all the that we don't really it mean that are, understand. The neutrons, yeah. electrons, and right. It's uh, the weight, the the electron and proton weight of the atom or whatever. Because that's the nucleus. Yeah, and then the electrons, protons, and neutrons, and electrons, electrons fly around it in yeah, the little yeah. the little orbits. So yeah. Um, Make a co. What's a covalent bond, Joe? Right. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. There's some sort of way that. Yeah, yeah. I remember those problems and hating that part of yeah. chemistry, and I was bad. At I it. loved it because it was math again. Um, I love math. But yeah, yeah so math. I love it. You got it, math. Uh, oh, is this fifth element? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you're the one that played it. <laughs> oh, I wish. No way I can stop now. No way I can change. <laughs> I'm stuck here. Well, this is um, an hour and three minutes. Oh, of, here we oh, go. God damn it. I just flicked something. I don't think anything changed. Uh, that's all the same shit. So 
we go on to the next segment, which is all about Einstein's brain. So we go right at the death of Einstein at age 76. Uh, he died of an aneurysm, and they immediately removed his brain in 1955. Uh, and this uh, the scientist had the, the brain in a cookie jar with filled mm-hmm. with formaldehyde. And he literally sliced up pieces of his brain, put it in, like, amber or wax or something, yeah. and sent it off to all these different neuroscientists, yeah. which is – that's an amazing thing. It's really cool. And yeah. I'm, and probably exactly what Einstein would have wanted if he died yeah. or said now, that. Now, the crazy know? thing is for the time of how sensitive they were to right. handling all of this. Exactly. Like, yeah, compared yeah. to now, you know. Right. Because they said Stephen Hawking, which I would assume he would want his brain sliced right. and diced. But yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything – since he's died, well, that right. was this year, right? Exactly, yeah, or last year? year or something, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was this year, I think. Yeah. It's almost, God, this year's almost over. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so this place in uh, Pennsylvania called the Mutter Museum, M-U-T-T-E-R, which just means mother in German. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, like, all these kind of ghoulish biological artifacts there. They have, like, they're like, oh, we have mutant skeletons and, and brains of people. And then he's like, and this creepy scientist that you see once, he's like, but our, like, piece de resistance is... This piece of Einstein's brain, and he has this wooden box, yeah, or whatever, and uh, he's never on again. So the big portion, the big uh, reason for this segment is that um, Einstein's parietal lobe uh, is fifteen percent wider than your average human. So that that the parietal lobe is where mathematics and spatial recognition happen, which makes perfect sense mm-hmm. for a guy that was. Uh, Able to, in his mind, without always drawing things out, these theoretical, physical appearances of these intangible sources in physics. You know, intangible concepts. Yeah, yeah. I think Um, a new rule I have will be, anytime we go over an hour, I start doing a backtrack. Yeah, yeah. Because at this point is when (laughs) when iTunes says people stop listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, they also found um, in uh, Berkeley University in California... Uh, this scientist named Marion Diamond uh, found that his brain had 70% more glial cells yeah. than a- the average human being. Was so, this that red bits in the uh, dissection? Yes. And so the, the glial cells are what transfer information from neuron to neuron. Mm-hmm. So he had these like hyperactive neuron highways yeah. in his brain. A bunch of more like nerd on, huh? Right. Come on, bro. Stupid. Why don't you go fucking do Play something? Play some football like a real yeah. fucking man. Yeah. Okay? Kick it around the old pigskin. Yeah. Uh, I know you're Jewish and you don't touch those things, right. but I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I respect your decision not to do that. Uh, but yeah, Childress is baffled about this. And he says, the way Einstein thought was completely different than people before him. So um, it, it's a lot of that kind of shit where it's talking about his brain, how it's different. Yeah. His brain also, like, when it was uh, at the time of death, looked like the brain of a young man. You know, yeah, they, they really were harping on, like, how young his brain looked. Right. And it's like, well... Who fucking cares? Right. It's just genetics. Which like, again, he had a good yes. fucking old brain. You, know? you fucking see people every single day that probably look eighty but are ninety five, or vice versa. Yeah. Like where they vice appear, versa. Yeah, vice versa. They appear younger or older than they are because of their genetics. Yeah, uh, and you don't sit there and go, "Oh wow, like he has the skin of a." 60-year-old man, but he's 95 or whatever. Like, it just happens sometimes. We don't really have much control over it, you know. And as a a physical... God damn it. I don't know why I just blanked. But a class I took in college. Yeah. um, They're like, yeah, osteoporosis sets in and you lose this much mass of your bones due to calcium loss. Right. 
and that's average. And the the teacher's like, who fucking cares? That average is still bad. Right. Just exactly. because it's yeah. average doesn't mean it's good. Right. Right. So you're looking at averages of people. It doesn't mean that's good or bad. Like, right. This is just the average. Right. Some are going to be way worse. Some are going to be way better. Exactly. Look at the average. And and again, like, oh, the average American is 50 pounds overweight. Well, right. Being 50 pounds overweight is not good. Right. right. Just because you're the average doesn't mean it's good. Right. Uh, anyways, but that just kind of remind me of this, like, yeah, averages means plus minuses and something in the right. middle just because it's beyond the average. Right. Which wow. means on the the high side of the average, there are a lot of brains that are probably pretty Even close worse. to his too. Yeah. Oh, and that and too. also yeah. way worse, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um it's yeah, it's it's having a basic understanding of statistics yeah. helps you to be more critic to critically think about claims. Yeah, when someone of says, anything really Oh, I'm know? I'm I'm the average whatever. Right. Well, you're still fucked. Right, exactly, right. yeah. So um, but yeah, it, it it's yeah it, it if you have a basic understanding of God, basic math, me of like nineties fuck yeah. movies. <laughs> oh yeah, scene. the classic nineties yeah. fuck movies. Just during sorry during movies when like sex were, scenes exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not in porn, but in mainstream movies. Yeah. Exactly the ones I could watch at the time when right. I was ten plus. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jason Martell is on, and he postulates. Oh, this Joe, so Joey like. Verbally was or audibly excited. Oh no, sorry, you said Jason Martell. Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking the other dickhead. Five, five nine. Oh yeah, five heads this is friend. yeah, it's sorry. coming up. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, we're we're deep in the app here. I know. Some, yeah. Some. Uh, but yeah, he comes on and postulates that only aliens could have influenced uh, his biology, and, and this couldn't just be that his brain was unique and his circumstances were unique and whatever. And with billions of people in the world. It is. It's difficult for people to understand, but it's really not that hard to believe if you can. If you have a basic understanding of math and statistics, yeah. and what these terms like average means, you know, stuff like that. So, um, the ancient astronaut theory in general is this filling in the gap style thing of of yeah, we don't understand. Yeah, we don't understand uh, how this could be possible mathematically or by average law of averages or whatever. We'll take it, but just because you don't understand doesn't mean it's this big magical crazy thing. So. Um, also that doesn't mean that, you know, it's not either, but there are amazing things that happen all the time with special people born all the time, but it's not always in the realm of physics. Right. You know, it's not this news, always this newspaper worthy thing. There's people breaking fucking, uh, Olympic weightlifting records every year and people aren't going, Oh, it must be aliens that made his muscles bigger and things like that. So. Um, More erotic. It, right. It's just that pe- not as many people care about that than as physics. So right. um, we then go to the next segment, which is all about like, oh, what about other great minds? How did they get to where they were? So um, they mentioned that he uh, that Einstein wins the Nobel Prize in 1921. We get a Coppins call here. And this is Coppins' first of a few mentions of pockets in this episode. I think he was a little hungry. <laughs> And he heard that microwave going in the break room of the History Channel production studio. And then the who's the famous stand-up comedian that had a hot pocket bit? That is uh, blonde man. Gosh, dang it, Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, (laughs) they're talking about that on a podcast or Howard Stern or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, hot, hot. I just want hot pocket. (laughs) I have no idea how that bit goes. They're just referencing. That's how he always says that uh, because he's quoting the commercial or whatever. Um, So we get a first Coppins call in this segment here, and he says. Now we see that across time and space, we have pockets of individuals who receive tremendous amounts of information, which really have propelled, propelled civilization along. Obviously, the question is, do they have special brains, 
or is this something that happens just by concentrating on the right thing? <laughs> and I'm like, so you're both saying, you're saying the only two options are they have special brains, which in terms of just basic evolution and mutation is, is likely probably, the yes. case. Yeah. Um, but like the just by concentrating on the right thing, that's kind of this like sad... Uh, kind of the children's style thing, like aliens yeah. love us and want to help us and want to give us gifts yeah. and make yeah. us like them. It's I like be special. yes, it's the sad like we can yes. we can <laughs> we can all be special, badge. <laughs> concentrate, badge. <laughs> Space time continuum, badge. Fabric of reality, alternate universe above badge. average brain, badge. string theory, badge. <laughs> uh, so. it's the new daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, it, and so it, it, it's this, um, there's some argument in a fallacy in it where it basically sets things up as these polar opposites and they're really not. Yeah. That's kind of what he's doing here. It's like, our only two choices are this and this. And it's like, no, that's not actually true. Yeah. The answer is almost always somewhere in the middle of those things. So, um, we then go back to Athens, Greece. They talk about how Socrates, the father of Western thought and philosophy. And we both said. Socrates. From Bill and Ted. Ted's. Yes. Um, from William and Theodore's yes. high stakes <laughs> uh, chronological adventures. Wonderful <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> experience. Right. The 18 like, the traveling. <laughs> the Victorian novel version yeah. of it. <laughs> okay. um, but uh, anyway, um, they talk about how Socrates could like be lost in thought for hours and that he talked to what he called a demon. Um and this demon would tell him about the secrets of the universe and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They didn't think of demons as this necessarily evil things. It was right, just right, this right. class of God that talked right. to him. Yeah, uh, not um, your superior goal. Right. And so uh, Richard Rader, Rader Nation, comes on. He's the classics professor at UCLA. And he even he's like, I think it's just a little too simplistic to think that uh, Socrates was just you know schizophrenic or manic or whatever. And I was like... That's at least a fair point. Like, I don't, he probably wasn't just kooky. Right. But perhaps his brain was uniquely adapted to think of X, Y, and Z things, you know? So, um, damn it. Being that our brain is responsible for everything in us, uh, all of our emotions, all of our thoughts, all of our physical activities, anything affecting your brains potentially affects all those other things. So, it's not that difficult to, to, to understand that it's like this physiological thing. That affects our understanding of the metaphysical. Yeah. Thing, you know, I mean, there's too. a few things that, like, if they go out, you're fucked, right? Like, right. a spasm or, or pulling your back, you can't walk. Right. Your eyes getting fucked up, you can't right. see. Your horniness meter, you can't come as hard as you want. Because uh, usually yeah. we can all consciously control our load, our production. Yeah. And I go maxed out, baby, right. because I've been told by professionals. Yeah. Because they tell you, hey, can you, can you. Turn this down a little bit, and you go, turn down for what? Squirt. Turn down for what? And you mess their faces. Yeah, that, fa- that famous yeah. rap song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they go, oh, my God, I didn't want a load of cold Jägermeister. <laughs> That's what I've been told. Right. Um, but, yeah, so they go on to, like, mention a bunch of <laughs> artists and composers yeah. and whatever and say... They all stated they received messages from angels or the divine or some other yeah. realm or whatever. Um, again, like, not that they could control that, but all of these people, like, geniuses in general, it's a cliche that they're all a little bit eccentric. They're yeah. all a little weird, but it's because their brains are fundamentally different right. than your average person. Yeah. But again, you can, you can have... You can have a, a much larger penis than the average person. You can have a medically small mouth yeah. compared to the average person. It doesn't medically mean... Medically small vagina. Right. Which, 
we know a few of them. Right. And to your DNA, this doesn't make a difference. It's just kind of trying to replicate yeah. as best it can. The aliens didn't say, hey, make this person have a medically small anything. Penis, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go into Tesla again and how he could he could picture machines and engines and do research and development completely in his head. Uh, three. And with, without, yes. Uh, and he was, again, being obsessed with number three. Um, and, and, and really all it's calling out is that all of these geniuses are very visual thinkers. Like they can, they can take um, complicated concepts and picture them visually in a way that they can explain to yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah. Which visual thinking is, is how we as humans are. That's what we're attuned to. So yeah, if you when can you make, have a memory, it's not like written out. You're not right. reading. Or for most people, I should say. Right. You're not reading a right. memory, right? You're looking at the images and replaying it like a video in your right. head. And a, lot of, like, and a lot of animals, they have more of a smell-based memory. It's right. different for them, you know. So um, anyway, we get a cop that's calling here, and he says, uh, Nikola Tesla believed in extraterrestrial beings. He's a person that believed he can, he can communicate with other galaxies. Uh, and I'm like, okay. Like, I, I know what he was saying, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm picturing him communicating with uh, Kurt Russell from Gardens of the Galaxy 2 where he's this whole planet or whatever. Right. And communicating. No, but, I make everything yeah. come into my own mind. Right. <laughs> uh, stupid. You still haven't found the song you're looking I for. I don't know. I might have skipped it, too, because I jumped ahead on this fucking hour. We're 40 minutes in on this hour-long right. thing. <laughs> Um, we're definitely not that far. But yeah, he. this is where he, they mentioned that he sent this letter to the Red Cross saying, we have a message from another world that reads one, two, three or something, yeah. you know. And I, and I mean, that could honestly be what he is. He's just saying that three is this kind of magical number that connects us to other worlds or whatever. I could have read for five minutes and seen what he meant by that. But, you know, this is not it. This is a famous song, though, isn't it? This was the Gregorian chant thing. Yeah. yeah. One of them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they all make it this, this big deal out of his obsession with the number three. They then go on to this um, Indian guy, uh, Ramana Jin or Ramana Yin or whatever, was a scientist. <laughs> whatever Yimajin or right. I could Because they both, they pronounce it different ways. Yeah. Um, he believed, uh, he was in contact with a family Hindu deity. Um, he'd wake up at night um, having these dreams and he'd have lucid dreams were in the dreams he would write these insane equations, and then when he woke up, he could remember them. He'd write them down, and then he'd verify them, and they usually worked out for the most right. part. And so um, we get this weird, kind of almost pointless return of David Wilcock, Five Heads at Freddy's. And he says, he's in, in regards to Ramanujan, he says, All the science we need to create portals, teleportation... Uh, it all needs a mathematical foundation. And the closest that we have now is the Romanogen equations that we've been able to decipher so far. And that's it. And he's never yeah. on the episode again. And, said, and not before. I love Romanogen daddy. Right. Because <laughs> that guy, his picture was all sexy. You looking, are yelling. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I many beers drunk right. yeah. on a Friday afternoon. Right. Friday night. <laughs> night. Yeah. Yes, thank you for saving me. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, many people have died by claiming it was daytime when yes. it was night. <laughs> for uh, I am the vampire, right. the one who sucks the blood and lives within the moon. Um, yeah, we go to the next segment, which is uh, the the uh, Akashic Record, and then the here it is. I think this is it. Is this it? I don't think so. It might be coming up. I don't know. This is just kind of like Pornhub sounding now. Um, we go to Angkor Wat, Cambodia. We've gone to this place a billion times on this show. Um, it was designed to represent Mount Meru, which is this metaphysical religious mountain um, in the, the Hindu religion. 
and it's told to contain the Akashic Record, which is all knowledge of the universe. Bibbidi babbidi boo. We've already talked about that. Uh, we had a Coppins call here, and he says basically all the information in the universe is accessible. The gods left this behind for us to use to download this information from another realm. This Hall of Records, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Great timing on yeah. the song here. Um, Jason Martell kind of equates it to the Force from Star Wars that, like, he's special like people... When he says, like, right. the Force. Yeah. Uh, and he says, Slick back kid, I am. Yes. Yes, bitch, yes. Do what you can, you do, must. Yes. Bitch, you is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Deadass, I am. <laughs> uh... So, uh, yeah, so so uh, they then go into something actually kind of interesting. Uh, for for those that don't know, too, the Akashic Record is theorized to be, like, under the Sphinx's paw. Yeah. Which, like, it's weird because what is it? Is this is it this cloud-based thing? Is it a book? It, is it a computer it chip? Is it whatever? Like, Romani say, right. I'm sorry to say, but we've looked under the paw, and there is nothing there, you stupid fucks. There is only horse and camel. Khufu under that ball. Okay. <laughs> now you want to see Khufu, we'll go a little south and you'll see my nine inches of all Khufu. Okay. I tell you, you'd be surprised how <laughs> immense nine inches could be. It's like uh, Harry Potter and Einstein where it's bigger on the inside. Yes. <laughs> they call my Khufu Harry Potter because it's so thick right. around See. nine inches right. long See. and some amount of inches circumference. Right. <laughs> Can you turn it down a little bit? <laughs> um, <laughs> classic. Uh, but yeah, so um, they talk about quantum entanglement and how Einstein was the first to theorize this. So quantum entanglement is you split a particle into two halves and those two halves are intimately and instantaneously still linked the force between them somehow so you can have two particles across thousands of miles and when you make one spin one way the other one spins the same way instantaneously right. there's no delay this is now how they're building quantum computers to send signals to other parts of these particles how teleportation is theorized to work all that kind of shit yeah. so um this is the spooky communication at a distance that einstein famously said like where they talk about einstein believed in this spooky quantum science it's, that was his term for it so i don't know if that's where the term spooky came from it must not have but i wonder if it was popularized by that i mean um, i feel like spooky would be around prior but I, i'm sure i, I yeah know. i just wonder if he if he coined it i'm not sure or not or, or sorry made it popular um uh, no i think what really made it popular was a 93 94 release of a movie where a man wore green face and mm. said spooky yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> Um, Which I had a girl at the time when that movie came out and said, he, no, he says smoking. And she's like, no, he's scary. So he says, spooky. And that was like when we're in fourth grade. But, and she sounds like a dumb bitch. Right. But I don't know where she is now. Yes, Welcome to mask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> spooky. Be spooky, bird. You wear whatever mask you want. Right. <laughs> um, they then talk about remote viewing and how... Uh, governments all over the world in the 70s were testing this out. Um, in the big, a famous kind of like psychic remote viewing test was in 
Ghostbusters 1 in the beginning of the movie when Bill Murray is testing the kind of cute chick versus the oh, nerdy yeah. guy of whether she can see the shape of the card he's holding. Yeah. And the guy actually gets like two out of the three Couple right. And he says yeah. he's wrong, yeah. but he wants to and impress like the girl. he's like chewing a weird amount of gum. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, what is he doing? Because like, the, the whole point of the gum is that he gets zapped and spits the gum yeah. out. Uh, and it looks like real shit gum. Yeah, yeah. Juicy fruit. Um, they go into, uh, and they called it, like, funnily enough, Project Stargate. Um, oh, great. This remote viewing test. So, like, you know, the Soviets did, the Americans did it, the yeah, Asians yeah, did yeah. it. Um, so Jason Martell wonders why, why would government spend so much if there wasn't some kernel of truth there and whatever, which is a good question, honestly. Like, they obviously, it was... It was Something apparently more publicized than yeah. UFO, UFO yeah, shit. <laughs> what about the blue book shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. y'all? <laughs> um, and then with the last segment is all about what if time travel is possible. So it's all just about the Einstein-Rosen bridge, a.k.a. that Einstein came up with the concept of wormholes. So because space-time is more of a fabric than the static presence or this container... You can also bend that fabric to meet right. at certain little tiny points and travel right through it. Yeah. Uh, watch the movie Event Horizon for more on that. Yeah. Starring Lawrence Fishburne Going and Christian hell. Slater. Or no, not Christian Slater. It was that guy that kind of looked like Christian Slater but wasn't. Christian um, Slater. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill made uh, famous in his role as Dr. Alan Grant in Jurassic Park. See. Um, but, uh, yeah, they talk about parallel universes and how a wormhole technically would connect to universes, not to pieces of space in our own universe necessarily. Right, right. Um, and uh, Coppins mentions pockets again here in a Coppins call, and he says, Now we've made giant strides forward because at pockets of time, there are certain geniuses living and pushing us forward, whatever. So again, it's this like, it's this weird misunderstanding of evolution that like, oh, evolution must be this perfect 45 degree angle, and then there's these huge spikes in the middle. It's like, no, like, there's spikes happening backwards and forwards all the time as you're slowly but surely moving up with it, you know. Yeah. Um, but what is those ads <laughs> in between? Fucking ads, yeah. Whenever you learn no. and surely it. <laughs> um, and and so uh, again, all of the AAT guys are saying there's a select few driving us forward, and and again, I find that kind of mildly insulting to people that make strides every single day. People are inventing stuff and making small, consistent moves. Every, is this Cher's Life After Love? This is still uh, <laughs> enigma. Um, but it's like, it's, you know. 3.3 million views this video has. Oh, we, of course. Um, I wonder how many people have been jerked off to the. Oh, I was going to say, how massage parlors. Yeah, yeah. Like. Uh, Parlor gates. If you've ever been jerked off to this song, right. write us in. To this song. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so it's it's mildly insulting to people that make strides every day. There's just nameless scientists and engineers and and physicists and you know farm uh, pharmacologists, pharma, pharma. yeah, pharmacists <laughs> um, that are making strides every day and just don't get recognition. So it's kind of shitty to be like, oh, these are the people that give these big. We're just sitting there doing nothing, and then these big strides happen. It's like that's not really how it works, you know. So yeah, um, but uh, anyway, children the Coppins kind of get actually normal and they say that like our brains have these small jumps and that changes everything and that's actually true but that's not really what they're also saying the rest of this episode right they're saying these brains have huge jumps and whatever so huge set of jumps on there um but yeah that's that's it for i mean this episode is just a a small history of einstein um and uh that rounds out. This was the season finale this of season four. This rounds this out. Right. <laughs> this I did watch Kickboxer the other night. Nice. 
bottom one, which says food and blood sport. Yeah. Uh, bottom one. Yeah. <laughs> Bagwan. It's because I was like, I told you, I was like, oh, and the dust was coming down because From, yeah, Tong Po is kicking the pillar. the fucking pillar. Yeah. Because um, his shins are just so desensitized to, you know. Oh, he wants to throw elbows and pull that other shit. Right. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter style. Right. Uh, yeah. And this reminds me of that. Because they're like stupid. with the the ancient warrior area where they the temples that they go to. Find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird to think all that shit exists, and then these people are here with their weird cities, right? Like, well, and and a lot of that stuff though. Uh, all these movies are about Westerners doing Asian martial arts stuff, right, right? And wanting to take advantage of the exoticism and lack of written facts, yeah. Because because Asian martial arts culture didn't write down as much as Westerners did, right. so like. Or it's all been these lost the time, right? They, it was written down a long time ago, or it was based on uh, families passing it, or towns passing yeah. it, or whatever. And they wanted to keep everything secret, you know. So and I can't remember the guy's name who teaches him because it's Freddie. Freddie Lee is the the like expat guy right. who's post Vietnam, right? Right. Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Tom Poe's the bad guy. Yeah. Vicky yeah, I'm not sure what his, his like... What uh, is John claudes name, even? And then the, there's the ancient art, like the old artist. Right. Like, or, uh, the Muay Thai guy or whatever. But yeah, I don't yeah. know what his name is. Because yeah, like, in Bloodsport, he's Frank Dukes, and he has his Shidoshi, his, his yeah. Japanese like right. teacher. Yeah, yeah. You could have um, got a cat. Which is Tanaka, Mr. Tanaka or whatever. Yeah, Hidoshi yeah. Tanaka. <laughs> should, said, no, his Shidoshi. His Shidoshi, yeah. His Shidoshi is Tanaka. Tanaka, yeah. No. I did not You're steal the sword. Tanaka. <laughs> you could have got a caps. <laughs> You're not going to call the caps. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know so. where daddy's going next. Yeah, huh? of course. Uh, so that wraps it up for uh, the Einstein Factor. We're moving on to season five next. Uh, we're coming up also on a year for Probing Ancient Aliens pretty soon here. So thanks everyone for listening. Uh, this episode is probably the worst example. <laughs> Of how this show goes. This this show had uh, the vibe of Beer They're Drunk That, our other podcast, which is it a did. little looser usually. Um, well, because it was just on Einstein. It did, just didn't make any fucking sense. Right. Like, they barely touched on aliens. They didn't say, oh, right. at this point he said aliens and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's uh, literally – It's yeah, at no point does he ever mention anything about aliens. He – they do a 20 minutes on his life and his achievements. They do five minutes on here are some other geniuses that might be like Einstein that also had kooky explanations for their genius who lived fucking 3,000 years ago, some of them. And then you wrapping it up, it's like. Cops? Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> here you go. You're not going to call the cops? <laughs> You're not going to call the, the cops? Uh, stealing this sword. Yeah. Um, but. You have. Uh, not wisdom. What is it like the eye? Because he didn't flinch. Right, right. Yeah. When he sliced this, you huh? must earn katana sword. <laughs> but you have the something of a warrior, right? So as a child growing up, you have the, the bowel of a warrior. The eighties, early nineties, watching all the fucking John Claude Van Damme, right. Van Damme stuff. <laughs> John Claude Van Sant. Van Sant. Yeah. Damn drunk. Uh, <laughs> and what was the one with the kids? Three ninjas and three ninjas kick back. Yep. So three ninjas kick back to started. If if I ever had a Japanophile moment of my life was that because I was like, oh, they go to Asia and they're the chosen ones and right. they can fucking fight all these people and right, get right. the hot Asian chick. Yeah, like growing up, I think we've talked about this, but mm-hmm. like 
the fantasy of a white dumbass kid right. was you'd be walking through the mall and yep. you were the warrior <laughs> right, right. or the one. And they like, yeah. you did something like you are the chosen Somebody one. You have the either. whatever. Right. And you go off on this fantasy adventure and fucking, you know, rail right. all these chicks and yeah, become yeah. A, a, a big warrior. Because so. as the children of the baby boomers or post baby boomers. They lived through a, their poor. Yeah, they, they their parents lived through a war, and we didn't have anything to well, seem they lived through heroic war. about. You know, their parents, and then our parents lived through a war with the right. Vietnam, exactly. And then eighties was all this like post hate war time. It was no, whatever. no. The eighties was was uh, all these pro warrior mm-hmm. and pro government and pro right, right. movies of yeah, violence yeah. of like. Commando, all the fucking right. John God fans. They're kind of Reagan the era of stuff. Exactly. Top Gun. Top Gun. I'm the Top Gun. The Top Gun. <laughs> and then we, you know, absorbed all that and right. whatever it is, what it is. But. The Top Gun yeah. harnesses the power of the gander, <laughs> the goose style. <laughs> the one whose goose, the has one who haunts, Gondor, right, uh, or, or of Gondor, right. Who, who also so. The the I'm movie starts kid, off yeah. as a kid on vacation with his parents in Venice, mm-hmm. and he trips off of one of the sidewalks, and there's just a water canal right there, and he falls on a gondola, yeah. and he perfectly balances and, and finishes a romantic ride of these two yeah. young lovers that you never see again, but they're yeah. there to service the sh- to the showing of his power over balance on a boat of this gondola. And that, and that uh, child they have after fucking on the gondola? Right. The white wizard. Exactly. Yes. Gandalf. And he becomes, and then he comes back to you and says, I am Gandalf. Right. You are the son of Gandor. Right. <laughs> the one. The last who, king. The one who flies and swims because it's See? the whole goose motif. So. Um, but yeah, that's it for the Einstein Factor. That's it for season four of Ancient Aliens and season four of Probing Ancient Aliens. We're not really calling our, our shit yeah. seasons, but Let's go with the close enough. But uh, Tis the season. Tis the season. Uh, jizz the season. Um, but, uh, yeah, follow us on uh, social media at probing ancient aliens on Instagram and Facebook, uh, follow our other podcasts on the same podcast services. You can find probing ancient aliens. That's beer there, drunk that, or your review craft beer and craft breweries. Um, and it's our same weird sense of humor here. <laughs> Those episodes are more like this episode all the time because we're usually <laughs> a little buzz and they're a little looser and stuff. Yeah, but this uh, is a relatively loose It's a special season finale parody on yeah, here. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, follow that at uh, Beer the Drunk That at Beer the Drunk That PC on Instagram, Beer the Drunk That on Facebook. Uh, like, subscribe, share. We did not get any reaching for the stars this that's week. That's what I was saying. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. why I it's turned fine. on the music. We'll end it quick. Uh, please review us. Uh, give us five-star ratings on podcast services and social media where you can. Uh, it helps us algorithmically. And if you give us a five-star rating and review us in the comments of that five-star rating, we will read your review on the air and give you a shout-out. So, uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us. We're going we're gonna to go into a thought experiment and, and think about... Ending the podcast in real time and going into our little buttholes, a brown game, from which you will never return because that's a exit only for me, buddy. You'll be an internal Einstein prolapse bridge and travel to another realm, and it will be brown in town. Little butthole, bye.